Well, hello everyone and welcome to GG in the 561. I'm Pam Barker. Thank you for joining me on Friday 13th while I chat. Thank you for listening. Stay with me. I have several things, some serious and some not serious on the podcast today. Um, it's Friday 13th, meaning if you're superstitious, you do what? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, avoid walking under ladders and black cats crossing the streets. I don't know. But it brings me to superstitions that people have. And uh, Gary and I were at lunch the other day with our son, and we were at P.F. Chang. And at the end, they bring fortune cookies, which are really fun to watch those being made. We have done that, all three of us, our son and and Gary and I, um, both in New York and San Francisco in Chinatown, watching how they they make uh, fortune cookies. And it is done on a machine, but it's not the kind of big machine you think it is. It's really pretty small, the ones we saw. But anyway, I don't do fortune cookies. Now, <laughs> let me say I half-ass do fortune cookies, okay? I don't like predicting the future. I, I, I really don't. I, I don't like saying, I don't care who else does it, but I just, I don't like saying next week I will do, tomorrow I will do, I will either do it today or I just, you know, whatever. It's one of those things. It's like, uh, let's, let's, let's get to tomorrow and see what we do. Um, you know, lob by the seat of the pants into tomorrow, shall we? But so fortune cookies bother me in that regard. Just one of my little quirks. But I do have this little kind of curiosity. In other words, if they, if I like what they say, when Gary opens them, I'll take the little piece of paper and put it in my wallet. <laughs> but if, if they're ambiguous, and most of them are, they, they go, they go to the, they, they go with the, the leftover dishes there. Uh, so I let him open in room because he really doesn't care. He just wants to eat the cookie. He couldn't care less about the, the thing inside. But I let him read it out loud, and then I decide. So I was telling our son, don't take on my superstitions. And so he's like, I don't think I'll do the cookies. He's like, no, 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 do the cookie. Don't, don't, don't take that on. Because my mother and my, within my own family was like, she had these certain little, little quirks. She would truly back up a, a block to, if a black cat ran in front of her. I, I think she would like wreck the car, which then <laughs> she'd go, mm, black cat. Black cats are beautiful creatures. Come on, they're beautiful creatures. That's so silly and awful to pass those on. So here we are on Friday 13th. Do what makes you happy on Friday 13th to the best of your ability. Guess what there was a big flap about? Coastlines in this country. I don't know if you saw the big to-do that is being made a, a TikTok user put out this thing about Maine having the longest coastline in the country, longer than California. It's complicated, actually, the way these coastlines are measured and whether you take in bays and rivers. And it's it really is, I read more than I wanted to this morning about how all of that works. But it did bring me to the, the various coastlines in this country, not... This does not include Alaska or Hawaii. It's a lower 48, as it were. But here, well, it actually, I am going to include uh, Alaska in the top 10. I am. Uh, and, and I will include Hawaii as well. But the flap 
uh, the TikTok user Maine versus California did not include Alaska or Hawaii, but I'm going to in this list by the Department of Commerce put this list out. Number one is Alaska. These are in order one to 10 from one to 10. Second, Florida, the Atlantic and the Gulf. Alaska is the Pacific and the Arctic. Uh, California, Hawaii, Louisiana, Texas, North Carolina, Oregon, Maine, and Massachusetts. So those are the top 10 according to the Department of Commerce. So let's just go with that and end up. Let's let the battle rage on about Maine versus California. I think it's really funny. We're listening to, um, we're watching Bosch again. We have gone back and started over with Bosch and we're we're because of Bosch legacy being on we it made me want to go back and rewatch all of Bosch such a well done show but what I really like about it so much too is the music that is used in the book and the tv series Bosch Detective Bosch is a lover of jazz blues and jazz and I'm having the greatest time with Shazam because every time a song comes on I, I shazam it to see what it is and I'm buying some of these really obscure obscure to me artists. I have a love of blues and jazz. Not all blues or or all jazz. I don't like all rock. I don't like all of any genre of music. Um, but pieces of it, pieces of it. And that's what's so great about the way you can buy music now. There's no A and B side. You buy for the A side and you have to be, if you don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about 45 RPMs or 33 and you buy for the one or two songs that you like the albums and then the rest of them are, mm, they could be good, maybe not. But I'm really enjoying Bosch again on a different level. If you don't know anything about the series and you have the capability to watch it and it's late at night and you're having trouble going to sleep, I'm not sure Bosch will really put you to sleep, but watch it and let me know what you think. Um, you know, we have one granddaughter, we have one son, and we have one granddaughter. There's a story out today. I didn't drill down into it too much because it's absolutely asinine. Grandparents are suing their son and daughter-in-law for $650,000 because they don't have any grandkids. Yeah, wrap your head around that one. So what they're doing, they have put pen and paper or calculator, whatever, to how much they spent on this kid, this son, and they want it back. Yeah, they want their, <laughs> they want a refund on what they spent. Oh, there's so much to that, right? I mean, right? Um, so many avenues you could take down that road it's not even funny but I thought the headline and the little clip that I did read that I did bother to read was absolutely hilarious let's sue the sun I want to I want to know the outcome of that so I hope the story makes it big when they when they finish up with that or will they settle out of court will he will they reach a plea will the son reach a plea oh it's so funny what isn't funny, though, I don't know if you're familiar with an actress named uh, Angela Featherstone. Now, she has she's an actress, and she has been on Friends. She's been on Seinfeld. And she is 
she's had a very uh, interesting and serious journey, but I I really do like what she's doing with the things, taking what has happened to her and, and turning it into something for other people, meaningful to other people. I say it a lot. I say it in my own family. Uh, you never know what people are going through. You, 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 you see one version of a person and you may make a judgment call on it. We all do that of, oh, they're this or that. But in reality, none of us know what any of us are going through behind closed doors. Um, you, you, you can surmise many things and many things you do know from what people do share, but you don't, you don't really know. And here's this actress you would think has a lot going for her. And, and in a way, sometimes diversity or not diversity, excuse me, adversity, it takes you to a, a place where you really need to be. It You learn from things that don't go right. You know what I mean? It's like, well, that really didn't work out. But you take that and then you use that to get to the next plateau in your life, whatever that may be. Well, for her, at 16 in Canada, uh, she is a, a native of Canada. She was put into the foster care system. And it wasn't good. Uh, this this young woman in her life has been abused in every way. You, you name off all the types of abuses that can happen to a person. She has, according to what she is saying, experienced all of them. And she kept running away from foster care. And finally, at the age of 17, she was freed from from having to to um, to stay in foster care. You you stay in foster care until you age out, typically at age 18. After that, tough. You're on your own. What are you going to do about it? People that age are not prepared to do anything about it necessarily. She was homeless. She has experienced so many adversities in her life, but through all of that. She has turned it into something beneficial to other young people aging out of the, the welfare or the, the uh, child care, foster care system. It's called Fostering Care, and it's a nonprofit. It's for young adults, 18 actually to 21. And it, it consists of many different programs. Uh, it's, a, it's really a healing process. Uh, where they they do teaching, they try to teach them life skills to help them get jobs, uh, health, yoga, mental health, physical health, lectures on life. And she really knows firsthand what it's like. So she can speak to them and she can spearhead this wonderful, wonderful process. So I love stories like that. It needs to be a bigger story. We need to hear more of these kinds of stories as opposed to I'm I'm promoting and getting paid to tell you how great XYZ product is, even though I may or may not use it and they are paying me a lot of money. No, let's let's talk about the people like Angela Angela Featherstone doing the good work for other people caring 
about what other young people are going through, the things that she went through. So I really like that story very much. So if you want to know more about that, look her up and see what you think. Uh, there's a new book. I, I like to mention to you when new books come out, in case you have an interest. Don't forget mine on Amazon. Shameless plug. Anyway, it's called Anna, the Biography, and it's about Anna Wintour. Yes, Anna gets a lot written about her. The Devil Wears Prada, fiction thinly veiled about Anna Wintour. She has been with Vogue forever and doesn't look like she's going anywhere. After the Met Gala, though, this year, she really should. But but one thing funny that came out of it, I thought it was funny and really petty and childish. And didn't you learn how to take the high road, Melania Trump? Because according to this book, I'm not saying it, the book says it. Melania was very angry with Anna because Anna did not uh, agree to put Melania on the cover of Vogue. She would do a photo shoot for Inside Pages, but did not promise the cover. So Anna Wintour backed Hillary Clinton, but when she's take this is called taking the high road. After Donald Trump won, she extended, uh, you know, made made the the gesture to come and meet with him and whatever uh, through Ivanka. Well, Melania, according to the book, remember this is all according to the book, uh, was so angry she refused to speak to Anna when Anna visited the White House. Now, didn't you learn as a child to be gracious, to have manners, even if even if it kind of killed your soul while you were doing it? Didn't you? I did. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's really interesting. So if you want to read the book, want to know more, it's called Anna, the Biography. Let's talk about what's coming on May 16th. Do you know? that it's National Piercing Day on May 16th. It is. Uh, I have pierced earrings, I mean pierced ears. I had two piercings per ear. My, my sister and I both did. We went through this thing at the same time where we said, hey, let's get a second piercing. We were quite grown. We had, we were definitely quite grown when we did this. Um, just because you're, you know, you have some age on you here and there doesn't mean you can't be fun and find fun stuff. So don't, whatever your age is when you're listening to this, don't ever let anyone tell you any differently. Keep on keeping on. And if you do, life keeps on keeping on with you. So don't forget that. But we had our, we had another hole in our ear. The, my first single ear piercing, I was 21 when I got that done because I didn't want I didn't want to 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 be hurt, I guess. <laughs> um, but at the same time, my sister and I let our second piercing grow up. I wish I hadn't. I wish I still had that. Body piercing is not new. It is an ancient art form. Our son, when he was in college, when he was freshman in college, got his ears pierced. And I really liked it. I mean, a lot of people don't like it on men. I do. I kind of wish Gary would get, you know, just like one earlobe pierced. And he can do it. <clears throat> Excuse me. He can do it really well because he has really, his earlobes are a nice size. And mine are really, really small. So it's a little bit more of an issue for, for my ears. 
when you have nice earlobes, ooh, they're just they're just right for piercing. Just a little stud, just a little diamond, tiny little stud. Yeah, he won't do it. But our son did, and I really liked it. And his are growing up now. I can't remember if he had one or two. I just I really don't remember. But he let those he let those uh, grow up. So I'm gonna tell him, get them redone. Um, he also has tattoos, and people are are harsh in their judgment of tattoos. Uh, a lot of people have them now. They are, um, they're, they're, they're not judged as much, but they still are judged. I'm telling you, they are unfairly. Um, anyone can have a, a totally pristine body and be total jerks and be total murderers or whatever. Um, tattoos don't mean anything about the person underneath all the tattoos, although people do, they do judge it. But the, the, the art of body piercing, I mean, it, it goes back to biblical times. I'm not just talking about ears. I'm talking about throughout the body. Not only piercing is used in relig for religious purposes in some cultures, but also medicinal. Uh, body piercing is good for, for migraines, supposedly. I don't know. Um, I don't... I don't have migraines, thank goodness. I have plenty of allergies, you can hear half the time when I'm doing these podcasts. But uh, body piercing is can also be for uh, medicinal purposes. And I'm talking body piercing from head to toe. Um, so if you don't have anything pierced, do it on Monday and honor National Piercing Day on May the 16th, and let me know. You don't have to tell me where you got your piercing done. Just let me know if you did. Let's celebrate National Piercing Day, because you know what? There's not a lot of, of things to celebrate from now on. We've got, what have we got? We just had Mother's Day, which was lovely, um, but from then on, I don't think we have anything for me to run down to Party City and, and buy you know, special stuff for. I can't think of anything until July 4th. And sadly, I'm very ho-hum on July 4th for the past few, you know, few years. I'm a little better this year but um, and last year. But, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm lukewarm these days on July 4th. So I don't know what the next, what the next thing will be for me. So let's just make it National Piercing Day. All right. Thanks for being with me. I really appreciate you joining me on Friday 13th. If you have superstitions, um, you know how crippling they can be. So don't have them. Get rid of them. <laughs> Just say, I'm done with that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move past that and let it go. Please look for us on NorthPalmBeachLife.com, our website, YouTube channel by the same name, Gary, G-E-R-R-Y, at All Things Cruise. There's a lot of stuff out there. Don't forget my books, Pamela Barker on Amazon for just fun reads. These podcasts are always available on NorthPalmBeachLife.com, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and many, many other platforms. So thank you for being here at Gigi in the 561. I'm Pam Barker. Stay with me.